0: World of the brother Ali. You're in the mix right now with BRL.
1: What up? at 360. Yeah, yeah, this is Nick Loopy from One Day Spits Indicate.
0: What's up? This is Slug from Atmosphere. And when I'm not teaching your girlfriend how to play chess, I'm listening to beats, rhymes, and life. The one them called Chess Nine. I'm chickening with my homeboy, Gavin we're we'll on BRL. Yeah, son.
1: yeah, buddy, it is BRL, the podcast. Um, we've got new equipment, so let's just press this button, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's BRL the podcast, I um, spent some money on a roadcaster, uh, by the way, if they ever want to send more equipment, road, by all means get in touch, love to be a sponsored show by them, anyway, moving on, I'm such a whore, uh, we got a monster show with bit of belief coming up real soon, uh, apologies in advance for the audio, it's not the best, uh, did quite a bit to unfuck it, but mm, same time you you're gonna get what you get with that one. It's audible, so uh, it's 25 minutes of probably the best interview we've had in about six months on this show. We've had some good ones, but a bit of belief has a shitload of insight. So that's coming up real soon. But before we get there, shouts to sponsor of this program, tune1.com.au. person, maybe even the world's best beats station of uh, all kinds of genres on there no guitars though but we do have some uh, dopeness on there including brl the mix king hour 1200 mix bosses with our girl dj d shit even princess superstar remember the song bad babysitter and a couple other sort of hits in the uh, 2000s and early 2010s well she's now got a radio show and she's on Tune One. That's also pretty exclusive as well. Like one of three stations that get to play that and the first in Australia. So uh, plenty of great stuff involved. Tune Tune1.com.au. Now, without any further ado, let's hit one of these buttons. We'll get to our interview with Bitter B on BRL, the podcast. Good brother, how are you? Not too bad. Now, first of all, yeah. I, I think this is your magnum opus, this Elephant Gifts. Well, at least so far, this is this is a bloody amazing record.
0: <laughs> Thank you, bro. Yeah, I'm stoked with all the feedback, man. Everyone's been saying some really nice things to me about it. So, I mean, it's, it's the most patient I've ever been um, with a release before because, I don't know, usually I'm in a rush to get it out because I like the music and I just want people to hurry up and listen to it, but this time i I wasn't settling until it felt like a completed piece of work instead of just a collection of random songs so i feel like this in comparison to previous releases it felt more like a, a completed piece of work where the others have just kind of sounded like a big bag of songs or mm. like a mixtape but this is, this is more like an album so not that i have anything wrong with doing it the other way as well mm. but i just wanted to do a song that you can listen to start to finish and it kind of feels like a, a journey and, and what was good was, I never put that out there, but people's feedback, is you know, that's, that's kind of the, the crux of what people are saying is that it, it feels like a, a journey start to finish and that you can listen to it, you know, track one to track ten and, and feel like it was a, a bit of an adventure, so that's, that's great.
1: And uh, it also, it just feels super honest, super, super honest. Like from the opening track, like uh, the line that sort of grabs me personally, probably grabbed a, a bunch of fans, uh, was, you know, the the, the confession that you kind of got really competitive and maybe felt a little bit envious of uh, how good Complete was. And I was just like, bro, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like...
0: Well, I think that complete uh reference or that example was good because people kind of you know they put us in a frame together because we're such good friends and we make a lot of music together but Mm. i feel that way about a lot of people and I, i think what's what's good about that is even though that's a very specific example you know i'd say the person's name specifically i think a lot of people you know no matter what arena they you know whatever craft that they choose to express themselves through people feel that all the time whether you're an artist as in like a you know a painter mm. you know you probably compare yourself to other people's work and i feel like it's a it's an unhealthy habit to create so throughout the process of making this album that was something i was battling for sure because you know I was two of my best friends in the whole world it's, you know two people that i think are the two best rappers artists in the country like you know and that's draft and complete so
1: yeah yep I was, I was, <laughs>
0: I would play my I'd play my songs to myself and feel comfortable with them and confident, and then I'd go to their house or catch up with them, and they'd show me some new shit, and I'd start getting real doubtful of my own shit. Like I gotta scrap my shit and start all over again. But you know, I just had to kind of fall into a space where I I felt confident and comfortable being me and knowing what my lane is and. Um, you know, and don't listen to somebody else's shit and go, shit, I've got to be more like that, or mm. I wish I was more like them, or I wish people viewed me like that. Nah, it's, it, was a, it was a process that I could kind of find my lane, like I said, and, and accept what my lane is and be comfortable with, you know, accepting that role, so.
1: Absolutely, and um, you, know, I, I, you know, I know there, there shouldn't be any doubt in your mind right now. But you are right there with those two. <laughs> it's it's fine. Like you, you're right there. It's okay. Uh, now, um, like the, the the you know the overall themes of this record as well. It's it's a deep introspective record. You know, it's. Um, Yeah, you cover all manner of topics from like a crippling self doubt to um, people's relationship with social media to a a whole bunch of other issues as well. Uh, It feels like it's uh, an album that was written in two thousand and twenty with a a lot of sort of downtime. Is is that an accurate thought?
0: Nah, not at all. Oh really? You know what? Like. 2020, since I started rapping when I was 14, 15 years old, I'm 33 now, mm. but um, 2020 was my quietest year as a creator, as someone that, you know, um, creates and writes and um, expresses. I, I, didn't, I think I wrote three verses the whole of 2020. I know I've got music out, but a lot of it was stuff that had been sitting there for a while, so... Um, like I said, I've become a lot more patient these days, but I think I, I crossed over the line of healthy, healthy patience, and with this one, and, and, and kind of waited a bit too long. So it was about three or four years in the making. To be honest with you, they're like um, some of them, like Mr. Perfect um, and Wingspan, uh, they, they were two of the first on there that I wrote, and they were they're about three or four years old. Them songs, so. Mm. Um, Yeah, so I get what you mean, but for some reason 2020 was probably my quietest year as it pertains to like creating new material.
1: Right, so Wingspan, Wingspan has been around since uh, before the album you did with with, uh, Rob Shaker.
0: Um, Yeah, actually the Wingspan was meant to be on that album, but I just get it to a different beat Um, and then I found that beat. And sometimes I find instrumentals that I really like, and I'll just rap songs that I've already got to it, you know, to other beats. I will just rap them to it to see if it goes better. And I rap that one to the Wingspan beat, and it just mm. happened to go even better. Originally, it was two separate verses with a chorus in the middle, and um, you know, I just wrapped them two verses together, and they just fell perfectly on the beat, and it was meant to be. So that, that yeah, them verses were actually meant to be on beats mode. So right. you know, that's how old the content is. But that also goes to show that them lyrics today are just as relevant as they were back then, do you know what I mean? Yeah. The stuff I talk about seeing, you know, things on the news and, you know, the um, media portraying these people as our enemies and trying to incite fear in us was, I wrote that back when you know, Muslims were really um, poorly portrayed in the media as being someone and like a culture of people that we should be frightened by, mm. or that when we see people in burkas, that we should see them as the enemy. And that's kind of what them lines were about in that song. Um, you know, looking for a vi- uh, on the news about a villain that isn't even there. Yeah, and that's that's what I was talking about there. But these days, you know, you could apply that still applicable, but to probably a different source because the media is still always trying to um incite fear and control us through the prism of fear so it's just that the um you know it's just that the the model has cha- the model hasn't changed mm. it's just that the uh the angle has changed you know what i mean it's not they're not so much trying to use Muslim or the nation of islam to mm. perpetuate fear anymore they're using other means so
1: oh they I mean, name you whatever uh, from whatever are the- yeah, name viruses or or China or Russia or whoever. You know, it's just like all right. These are people Trump. you need to be scared. Yeah, yeah, Trump, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are people you should be scared of. Yeah. We yeah, yeah, we definitely need to be completely wary of the media. Uh, that's why I now do this show very apolitical. <laughs> I just they. Yeah, we,
0: we, we don't watch the news in my house, man. I don't. Yeah. You know what, 2020 as well might be why I didn't write very much was because I was watching a lot of the news I was mm. watching a lot of the news because I wanted these, you know, fucking COVID updates because I wanted to see selfishly how the East Coast was doing and when everybody could start touring again. Yes. You know? When could artists start coming to Perth again? When could we start going to the East Coast and start doing shows again? So I was watching a lot of the news and, you know, it just I, I never walked away from watching the news feeling good. And a lot of people don't because it doesn't really show any success stories or any beautiful, good things that are going on in the community. Like, I work in community services, that's my nine to five, and I, I see beautiful stories and things unfolding all the time. Beautiful services or you know, just wonderful things happening in the community, but nobody ever reports on it. Nobody ever, like, spreads that kind of feel or that kind of vibe throughout um, society. But, you know, so. I'm sure if people knew a lot of the things that were happening, you know, behind closed doors or you know, you know, the things that don't get exposure, if people knew the positive stuff that was happening in their community, they'd probably feel a lot more optimistic about change moving forward. But unfortunately, these are these are not the kind of things that the media, um, you know, reports on, and, and yeah, it's, it's it's kind of disheartening at the end of the day. And there's no wonder people feel despondent about. You know, where they are in their environment, and whether it be their immediate environment or their just about, but, you know, whereabouts in which they live in, the state, the country, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that's what our job as musicians is to do these days because, you know, we, we're, we're blessed with this, these social media platforms that we have now. So, um, as long as you're not. Uh, Denzel Washington said it. Mm. If you read the paper, if you watch the news, you're misinformed, but if you don't, you're uninformed. So, make
1: your choice, whatever one you want to be. Yeah, uh, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> that's that's very very accurate. Well done, Denzel. It's a good quote. Now, uh, l- let's look at the let's look at the success of this record. Um, you went number one on iTunes um, on on Friday afternoon. Now, uh, that's 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 massive.
0: It's actually, gone back to gone back to number one today. Oh, number woohoo! Two, yeah, it dropped over the last few days down to like number 6 or 7 and then today it's just randomly back up to number 1 so um, I'm not really sure how that all works but I mean it looks great and it makes me feel good and makes uh, a lot of other people think I'm more successful than I am so fuck it, I'll take it
1: Absolutely, it's it's a, it's a massive win and a win for the genre and also I guess a, 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 a win for Perth Hip Hop in general it's a, like a, it's just another person that's kind of done something spectacular so congratulations
0: yeah well Kid Leroy was on there I think he was number one when I was number two and he dropped his album two days before me and then um, you know I, I, I overtook him and went to number one and I kind of held that position until Sunday or yesterday and mm. then he took over me and then today I've, I've taken back over him so if I'm going back and forth competing with Kid Leroy who's meant to be well, he is this kid, yeah. He's an amazingly talented kid from Australia who's you know now successful internationally. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll
1: take that for sure. Oh, absolutely! Uh, Knockoff kid, Laroy. Yeah, not my personal cup of tea. But that being said, uh, huge star. That was a much-awaited record. Oh, and, yeah, for you to uh, knock him off a couple of times at the number one position in the country, that's pretty bloody amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, shouts to everyone who bought it. Congratulations to yourself, and uh, I think it's well earned. Now, uh, for people, let's keep this, this flying up the charts and staying where it needs to stay and uh, maybe even uh, you know, sort of uh, crack the actual chart chart itself. Um, have, have you heard anything back from Aria yet at all, or would you find out like on a uh, Saturday? No,
0: yeah, I mean that's all Warner and um, they they kind of handle all that stuff. So draft said i guess I'll be hearing off them really soon as to how the launch went and how it all. Um, but they they seemed pretty positive when it was all happening. They were kind of communicating with me through through Paulie and just saying that it was a strong launch and that it's looking good. So I look forward I look forward to seeing it, but I also don't. I don't want to, um, you know, be too mesmerised by any numbers, whether they're good or bad, because you know, if, if I take that into account too much, it starts to affect my creative process, and I need to get back to prioritising that as the, the main and important thing. And I think the rest will naturally come with it. But um, I mean, it, it is it is a great thing; it's a great bonus. But the thing I'm most happy about is the um, is the feedback and the actual the words that people are saying to explain it like a lot of people are saying masterpiece and stuff like that i think that's
1: um, an accurate description yeah. uh, i think it's pretty accurate like oh, i'm just sitting there just going no nah, he, he's done it has done it <laughs> he's mastered it that, that, that,
0: that means more to me than the actual numbers the numbers are important to me i'm not gonna lie but um what matters more is the. I would rather have a massive effect on a few people than a little effect on a massive number of people. Mm. So um, if I can have a massive effect on a massive number of people, that's the ultimate goal.
1: Absolutely. Uh, it is a fantastic record. If you haven't listened to this yet and you're a listener of this show, um, what are you doing? Go, go and listen to this record. <laughs> it's called The Elephant Gifts, and uh, we're going to play another track from it right now on the program and bitterly thank you very much for joining us on the show
0: thank you brother thanks for having me it's always always a pleasure gab
1: thank you you have a good day <laughs>
0: <laughs> dropping edm hip-hop and a bunch of best beats programs around
1: if you want bangers you'll be in the right place with tune one tune one.com.au that's tune the number one .com.au tune one proud show sponsor A fantastic record and a fantastic conversation. By the way, the album is called The Elephant Gifts. If you hadn't heard me promote it enough during the course of that interview, it is a fantastic record. I've got my hard copy here, by the way. I specifically purchased a hard copy because, you know, support the scene and everything. And also, it's a bloody good album, and I'll probably play it down the road on a CD special. But uh, thanks for listening, everyone. By the way, uh, apologies for the lack of shows, really, of late. It's just been peak period time on the uh, FIFO side of my life, plus just a lot going on. Um, not bad things, just like, you know, real-life stuff, um, building a house, some other lifetime things, which I might announce a little further on down the road. But, uh, yeah, whole bunch of stuff going on. Pretty much most of it positive, but just... Pulling me away from uh, knocking out these shows regularly for you as well. Uh, we got some good stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks, though. Uh, Some chats with up-and-coming Perth artists and uh, some East Coast crew as well. So stay tuned to the Facebook at B-R-L-S-O-N. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We're Diggy Dunn, son. See you later. Good night, bitches.